the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I'm keeping my eye on the uh, White House and the faux White House for President Joe Biden, who uh, may be finishing up his last few bites of tapioca and uh, tipping his sippy cup all the way upside down to get the final few drops of yoo out of it before he comes out and follows his designated marching orders on speaking about the 6-3 ruling from the Supreme Court to overturn the constitutional right to abortion. I shared with you J.D. Vance's eloquent statement. J.D. will be on the show Monday. Uh, so I am going to give you the other side of the continuum, the lunatic side of the continuum. Hence, here's the statement from Democratic Senate candidate Tim Ryan. Today's disastrous decision is the largest case of government overreach in my lifetime. Was he alive during Obamacare? I think he was. I think he voted for it. By overturning Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court is gutting a long-established right to order, a right in order, to put politicians between women and their doctors. No, to put the Constitution between women and their babies. I continue. Even worse, Ryan says, this ruling gives the green light to those here in Ohio who have introduced legislation that would deny women access to potentially life-saving care and threaten to put women and doctors in jail. Uh, well, somebody needs to sit little Tim Ryan down and explain to him that uh, women put themselves in much greater jeopardy of health issues and psychological issues with abortions than they do with having their babies. So uh, Ryan was uh, very, very hesitant to say that he supports abortion in all forms when he was on special report with Brett Baer shortly after winning the Democratic primary against the two nut jobs he was running against. Nut jobs only on the Democratic side, of course. So now he is, at least to his credit, I will give him man credit, he is on the record saying that he is for abortion at any point in a pregnancy. So good for him. Nan Whaley, governor, gubernatorial candidate. Ah, wait. Ah, wait. The tapioca is finished. The bib is off. And Joe Biden is making his way to the podium. So here we go with Uncle. Joe. He would on every issue. Can he start now? The president of the United States, Joe Biden, on this day. Let's watch together. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people 
that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it, they simply took it away. That's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's not a right, by the way. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. Fifty years ago, Roe v. Wade was decided and has been the law of the land since then. This landmark case protected women's right to choose, her right to make intensely personal decisions with her doctor, free from from the interference of politics. It reaffirmed basic principles of equality, that women have the power to control their own destiny, and it reinforced a fundamental right of privacy, a right of each of us to choose how to live our lives. All right, so these are political talking points from the president, and he is clearly reading them at the podium. You would think that someone who is cogent and understands policy positions would be able to speak off the cuff on a matter like this, which is a sacrament to the progressive left. But instead, he has to have it written for him, which I guess in light of his cue card yesterday, we shouldn't be surprised of. Uh, Here's more from the president. Correct decision as a matter of constitutional law and application of the fundamental right to privacy and liberty in matters of family and personal autonomy. It was a decision on a complex matter that drew a careful balance between a woman's right to choose earlier in her pregnancy and the state's ability to regulate later in her pregnancy. A decision with broad national consensus. Okay, this is such a ridiculous viewpoint that he is putting out there that there was not nationwide an escalation of abortion from its initial practice. Remember safe, legal, and rare? Remember Hillary and Bill? Safe, legal, and rare? Abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. I never understood why if it was safe, And legal, it should be rare. Being a good Samaritan is safe and legal. I don't want that to be rare. Being a charitable person, a compassionate person, an empathetic person, a loving person, all those things are safe and legal, and I don't want them to be rare. Our society would be much better off if they weren't rare. So the safe, legal, and rare argument never made any sense. And the safe, legal, and rare argument is never made anymore because Republican or Democrats don't want it to be rare. They want it to be legal. They ignore that it's oftentimes not safe, almost never safe psychologically. But they have escalated to the point where they want abortion on demand. They want abortion at any stage of pregnancy. And so for Biden to position this as you know, a viability matter. Viability is out the window over the past few years on abortion. Democrats don't even want to talk about viability. They don't want the right to kill a child restricted in any way, shape, or form. This is not any longer a California or New York position. This is their position nationwide. This is the position you must adopt as a Democratic politician to get Democratic support. That is why it is Tim Ryan's position. Tim Ryan on abortion, like John Kerry years ago, was against something before he was for it. Tim Ryan used to be pro-life. 
Now he's pro-abortion because he can't be a Democrat and be anything but pro-abortion. More from Biden. Imagine having a young woman have to carry a child of incest as a consequence of incest. Again, you've had like 56 days to prepare for this day, and you're going to give us the rote arguments that you've always given, including the incest argument. You know how to shut down an unrepentant abortionist? Say, okay, so if we stipulate in law that abortion is legal for rape and incest, will you stipulate that it's illegal for all other pregnancies? And that ends the conversation immediately because they know cases of rape or incest account for far less than 1% of abortions. As federal law, no executive action from the president can do that. And if Congress, as it appears, lacks the votes to do that now, voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose into federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right. So now we're at the begging portion of the president's comments because he is incompetent on the economy, incompetent on the southern border, national security, incompetent on Afghanistan, international security, incompetent relating to Vladimir Putin, more failures of international security, as are his interactions with the Chinese. This is, don't you always save your best talking point until last? So his objection to abortion is related in the Hail Mary that maybe it will help him offset what appear to be coming losses of epic proportions in the House and Senate races in the midterms. He doesn't care as much about giving mothers the chance, the continued opportunity to kill their children, as he does his presidency being on life support of its own from his own feckless actions. So I'm not surprised he had nothing consequential to say today. Not in the least. The longer Joe Biden kept talking, uh, the more uh, inane it became as he also took a page from Nancy Pelosi's playbook and started talking about the fact that this is only the beginning. Republicans want to end your opportunity for contraception and family planning and all these things. Uh, People grasp at straws when they have no pillars of fact or truth to stand upon. So that is why Joe Biden is doing what Joe Biden is doing. Now, of course, this is not a unanimous ruling from the court. Sotomayor, Kagan, and Breyer all dissented. Here's Shannon Bream of Fox on the dissenter's viewpoint. 
Today, the court discards balance. It says that from the very moment of fertilization, a woman has no rights to speak of. A state can force her to bring a pregnancy to term, even at the steepest personal and familial costs. An abortion restriction the majority holds is permissible whenever rational, the lowest level of scrutiny known to the law. Clearly, those three have written a very spirited uh, dissent. And it's important to remember as well, states across the country have a, a lot of trigger laws that are going to kick in now from this decision, and they go to the extremes. And some states it's going to be virtually impossible to get an abortion legally. And others, um, you know, I talked with Governor Jared Polis not long ago. Colorado is essentially up until the moment of birth. They have nothing that stops you from having an abortion there. People may travel. Some of these states may become abortion sanctuaries. Uh, some of the states that have called themselves um, pro-life sanctuaries on the other side say, in this state, you won't be able to get an abortion. So this decision appears to confirm everything that we saw from that leak weeks ago. There's been a lot of back and forth about why the court didn't just get this out, because until we got this official opinion today. These votes were cast in stone. Uh, there was worry about these justices. We have somebody now charged with thinking about trying to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh. So today it is official. The votes are locked okay. in. Uh, we have seven other opinions left, but I don't think anybody's too worried about those at this moment. No, definitely not. This is the one we've been waiting on. And we still have some that will be impactful on religious freedom. The football coach from the state of Washington who was praying on the field and people joined him of their own free will. And the school fired him anyway, uh, given the approach of this court on the main school ruling, on this ruling, I think that coach is going to win. But this is this is a historic day. This is one of those days that years from now people will say, where were you when? And I'm so incredibly joyful over this, but also eyes wide open fully know that now the unhinged, hateful, possessed among us will continue to misappropriate arguments against a baby having the right to live. This will be portrayed as un-American. It is, in essence, quintessentially American because it fulfills the promise of the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal. And if a baby doesn't have the right to live in a mother's womb, how can it be equal? And it has to be able to develop in its mother's womb to live and to have life. And then to have liberty and to be able to pursue happiness. The violence will follow. It has been promised. I can't imagine that those are empty promises from organizations like Jane's Revenge and others. A release today from the Diocese of Stockton, California, said that in speaking with the Department of Homeland Security... Nationwide intelligence reports indicate, and a manifesto found shows, that an extremist group calling for a night of rage is planning violence for 8 p.m. the night of the Supreme Court decision being handed down. That's tonight, 8 o'clock tonight. The group is essentially calling for extreme violence against Catholic churches and pregnancy centers. Why? Because the Catholic faith has been portrayed as its main tenant being pro-life. Although Nancy Pelosi says, I am an extremely, I am an extremely Catholic person. And I believe in a woman's right to choose. I do too, Nancy. I believe in a woman's right to choose. And if she chooses to get pregnant, then her choice is revoked. Uh, Jane's Revenge and other nefarious organizations like it are well-organized, no doubt well-funded. And I think it is uh, very unwise to underestimate whatever they might do. 
I always like to end the show at the end of a week with something that is hopefully uplifting. And this morning, uh, it's interesting, yesterday as I sat in my chair and I knew there were Supreme Court rulings coming down on Thursday, I thought maybe yesterday would be the day we'd get this ruling. And then I heard yesterday that the rulings, that some rulings were going to come out today. And I thought, well, maybe, but they also indicated that there will be rulings issued up until June the 30th and that they might even issue some rulings after June the 30th. So I wasn't as on alert for this ruling today, but it came down and it happens on the day that I spent a good portion of my morning today reading the longest book in the Bible. The longest book in the Bible is Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a literary masterpiece, but it has a theme that fits into the larger theme of the book of Psalms. And as I've been reading Psalms the last two months, five five Psalms a day so that I can read the entire chapter in a month, I would say that what I've gathered from reading the Psalms is that the book of Psalms, the theme of Psalms, is to highlight, underscore, the majesty of God. The majesty, the power, the, the, just the amazing nature of God. That is the theme throughout the Psalms. And Psalm 119 does that, but it does it in a very interesting way, in a way that a lot of people would say is counterintuitive. Psalm 119 is a celebration of God's law. And it speaks at length over and over and over again about the characteristics of God's law and what you gain from being observant of God's law. Well, God's law is pretty simply the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is God's law. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Don't covet. Don't steal. Don't murder. And honor your father and mother so that things will go well with you. doesn't say obey them always, certainly if you're being abused by your parents, but you can still honor them. So Psalm 119 is a celebration of, and it says in many places, how much freedom there is in the law. Now this is a point that the left does not understand, because they are their own God. Women who want to kill their own baby in the womb are the God of their life. The baby is inconvenient. They don't want someone to know about it. It will delay their professional plans. And they decide to end that life, and they play God. And then they are, quite often, dealing with the psychological effects of that decision the rest of their life. In our culture, law gets a bad name. It's restrictive, racist, oppressive, unfair, punitive. But the psalmist in Psalm 119 praises God's law over and over and over. He praises its virtue, its wisdom, its freedom, its dependability, the the hope inherent in the law, the comfort, the purity the faithfulness. And if we do not see God's law and our own laws in this nation as the psalmist sees them, then we will be doomed to go the way of every great culture that has gone before us.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.